a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we come down the home stretch in Mental Health Awareness Month, I want us to make sure one that we don't contain it just to a month. Uh, we need to be talking about mental illness and mental wellness uh, throughout the course of the year. It impacts so many of us in so many different ways at so many different stages of life. We've talked about everything from the elderly to young children. Uh, going through the pandemic, and really pleased to have joining us on the line today, Rebecca Cross. Uh, she's the associate director at Alliance House in Salt Lake City. It's a nonprofit clubhouse, uh, psychosocial program that's not a, an institution or a treatment center, uh, but absolutely vital in terms of some of the services that it provides and the direction it gives to to so many suffering with serious mental illness. Uh, Rebecca, thanks for joining us today. Hi. No problem. Wonderful. Let's uh, let's start for those who aren't familiar with uh, Alliance House. Uh, just give us a, a little story there. What what is the purpose and uh, how is it structured? Absolutely. So first and foremost, Alliance House is a community, and we are an intentional community based off and off of an international model, and we support adults living with severe mental illness. And really, we are supporting them to rehabilitate back into the community, um, meeting their basic human needs. A lot of individuals living with a mental health diagnosis, especially a severe one, are very isolated, maybe not leaving their homes, um, living off of a very low income, have a hard time keeping employment, going to school. And so they have a lot of failure and isolation in their life. And the clubhouse, first of all, provides a space to be. Members can come in Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. And the great thing about it is they actually help run the organization. So they're answering phones, helping pay bills, cooking lunch every day, cleaning the bathrooms, filing. And in that process, they are able to get out of their house, make friends, and build their confidence. And when that happens, they may start to feel more ready for employment or ready to go back to college or even just finish their high school diploma, which they never did. And so we provide those avenues for them. Obviously, if they want to get a job, but they haven't worked for 10 years, no one's going to hire them. So we work with companies in Salt Lake City and their HR companies to allow them to provide a position for our members. And they complete these jobs within six to nine months, but they they are an employee of that organization. So, for instance, we work with the University of Utah, Squatters, Wasatch, TJ Maxx, Goodwill, among other companies, and they provide a position. They pay our members. They treat them like any other employee. Mm. And in this process, members are able to 
build their confidence, know that they can handle a job, know that they can show up every day. And also it kind of helps their fear of a boss or supervisor. A lot of our members have had really poor experiences because a employer didn't understand about mental health. And so they ended up firing them, not understanding that they may be dealing with medication changes or symptoms. Oh, wow. Uh, so much to, to to dig a little deeper on in there, but the, just this whole idea of uh, of having a community and a space to either develop skills that maybe have, have been dormant uh, during a, a period of, of severe mental illness. Uh, I want you to, to dig down for us just a, a little bit, Rebecca. Uh, you mentioned two things that just really jumped out at me. First, this dealing with isolation that many Many who are dealing with mental illness uh, are so isolated. And then you also mentioned this idea of kind of this failure syndrome, that they, they're they functioning from a position of weakness or failure, and that, that becomes its own downward spiral. But talk to me about those two areas uh, and what you do uh, in, the, in your community to help uh, your people overcome that. Absolutely. I feel like what you're asking is basically explains the why of Clubhouse. Um, traditionally, mental health institutions, um, hospitals, and mental health centers that provide medication, and, and I'm not talking now in our community, we've come a long way, but sure. tr- way back when, it was kind of like if you have a severe mental illness, you are going to live at a hospital. You're not going to have connection with your family because they didn't understand how to to handle that. And so it's just you get shipped away and you become isolated and really you have no interaction with the outside world. And even as things began to change and clients were not living in the hospitals, but they were seeing doctors, the doctors were still telling them, this is what you need to do. This is the therapy that you need to follow. This is the medication. So they lose their voice. They lose their friendships. They lose their their families, and then they lose their voice. They they kind of learn to be treated as a child. So that's why they're not getting jobs and they're not getting education because they're getting shuffled around through the system. So we really ask our members to leave their diagnosis at the door. It's great. You have a mental illness, but what other aspects do you have? What is your dream? So what does your soul want? So that's what we do is we focus on someone's goals. There's a lot of members that they've always wanted to be a welder or they've wanted to go to college or they've wanted to be a dog groomer. And so we help them with those avenues. A lot of times those processes that we go through as an adult, buying a home or going to college, getting a job, they're a lot more overwhelming to our members because they're also dealing with low income benefits. They're dealing with medication, doctor's appointments. And so sometimes if you just have a little bit of support and someone to help walk you through those things, our members are then able to say, hey, I can handle this. I don't need your help anymore. It's just they need a little bit of support in the beginning. Yeah. So creating that community and that support system, I think, gives a lot of confidence to our members. And they realize that they do have the skills, exactly like you said. They're, they've been dormant for so long, but now they're able to flourish just with a little bit of support and that community behind you saying you can do it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have Rebecca Cross on the line with us. She's the associate director at Alliance House here in Salt Lake City. Uh, and I love how you're approaching this in terms of there, there's really a skills development component to the community. Uh, I love who you're partnering with and that these businesses uh, are willing to engage in that process. And, and I'm sure they have realized that there's some super talented people who may have been uh, trapped in a system 
for a period of years and uh, and they just need a little help and a little nudge and a little guidance and they can become a great contributor in an organization and we all need to remember they will become important contributors in our community as well absolutely so as we, as we look at uh, at how we do this um how can people uh, engage uh with Alliance House, uh, what are some of the things that, that people can do to be helpful? What can they do to, uh, to fully engage? Well, first of all, if there is anyone listening that is interested in becoming a member of Alliance House or knows someone that may be interested, all you need is to be 18 years old and be living with a mental health diagnosis. And if that sounds like something that you're interested, we would love to have you contact the Alliance House and we're really easy to look up. You can go to AllianceHouse.org, our website, and find all the information right there. Um, other ways to engage with Alliance House, we actually don't take many volunteers in the house because we have our members that run the facility. Right. And we want to make sure that those opportunities are there for them. But we are always looking for members to serve on our board of directors. They are our governing body, and they do so much for our community and really get to know the clubhouse. And so if that is something that anyone is interested in, feel free to contact us. We also love to have people come and serve for Christmas and Thanksgiving. We are open for every holiday just because we keep that. Um, we, we build so many relationships through the work of the clubhouse that yeah. we want to make sure that everyone has somewhere to go on the holidays. And so if you're wanting to bring turkeys or prepared food or just come and serve and meet our membership, that is also an opportunity. Uh, wonderful. Rebecca Cross, uh, so appreciate you coming on the show today. And again, it's uh, AllianceHouse.org. We'll put that on our social media channels as well. If uh, that can be helpful to you or somebody that you know, uh, this is a, a great opportunity to engage in this kind of intentional community uh, where it's not it's not a passive thing. It's those that come in are part of it. They do the work. They help each other. Uh, and it is the best way to re-engage a lot of those skills that, uh, as we were talking about, uh, can become dormant uh, over the years or or through some of the challenges of, of mental illness. Uh, Rebecca Cross, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Boyd. All right. Uh, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news and uh, just such a critical thing. Uh, AllianceHouse.org, looking at all the different ways and all the different people who can benefit for some help. Uh, dealing with mental illness. Uh, Stay with us. We're going to continue the conversation coming up here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.